HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. We are a member-supported nonprofit food radio station. That means that every single thing we do, from broadcasting 35 weekly shows for free to bringing you exclusive content from sold-out food events across the country to offering scholarships to high school students, is only possible thanks to the support of our loyal members. And we want you to join the club. Become a member during our 2017 Summer Drive to get access to sweet swag and pledge your support to the world's only food radio station. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to become a member now. In show business, when it comes to love, most thespians say, don't date other actors. But social circles and intensely shared passions often lead to defiance of this conventional wisdom. Today, we examine the inner workings of one such relationship, the challenges, the joys, It's Monday, July 24th. We're continuing our Me and You series by bringing my girlfriend into the studio. And this is Love Bites Radio. Hello, and welcome to Love Bites, coming at you live from Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ben Rosenblatt. I am 34 in a relationship and can be found as at NYC on the Twitter and the Instagrams and the... My guest is shaking her head no at me because she knows I never really check those things. But if you find me on there, I promise to reach out and communicate. Um... Of course, you are already noticing the absence of one Miss Jacqueline Raposo 
the hardest working radio host I know and one of my favorite humans. And that is because Aww. we... Yeah, it is very <laughs> sad. We miss you, Jacqueline, and we love you, and we send you all of our best thoughts and wishes on this Monday. Um, but you're not here because we are continuing our Me and You series here on Love Bites, which means two people, one studio, interviewing each other, getting real, getting personal. And I could not be more enthused to welcome my girlfriend, my love, to the show. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Deanna McGovern was born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee, but has been an actress in New York for over a decade now. Her work has been seen on New York stages as well as regional theaters throughout the country. She is also a phenomenal voiceover talent. You've certainly heard her on television and radio as the voice of Weight Watchers, Yingling, Audible, uh, several pharmaceutical drugs with tons of really bad side effects, and many, many more. Um, she's also unquestionably one of the most thoughtful, giving people I have ever known. And she's sexy to boot. Welcome to the show, Diana. <laughs> what a welcome. Thank you. Not many people get that That's an sort of welcome. welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Feeling loved already. Uh, good. Yeah. How, how does it feel to be on your boyfriend's radio show? Ooh, I, it, it's, I was a little nervous, but I'm honored that you'd have me in here as a guest. Okay. Truly. Don't be nervous. So thank you. Sit back, relax. Okay. I wish we, I wish we'd gotten around to drinks or something. I know. Kind of loosen you up. <laughs> but, uh, we'll get there. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so here we are. We're here to interview each other mm-hmm. about what it's like to be in a relationship with another actor pursuing the same goals and dreams in a really challenging field and being ferociously passionate about doing so. And as the tradition is on the Me and You series, we're going to play a little rock, paper, scissors to see who interviews who first. Okay. So are you ready? Game on. One, two, three, shoot. Yep. Okay. One, One, two, two, three, shoot. I win. Ben wins. I I can confirm that Ben wins. Yeah. I rocked her scissor (laughs) to the ground. And and that means you are in the hot seat first. So I'm going to interview you about what it's like to be in a relationship with an actor, a.k.a. me. Oh, God. I don't know if this is worse. Maybe I want to be the one who who gets interviewed first. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. God, I'm getting nervous now. Yeah? Filled with terror. Okay. We can do this. I'm going to just dive into some challenging questions. Oh, okay. Not starting easy. No. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. (laughs) How does it feel? Oh, God. I'm like, I feel like a narcissist asking you this, but I'll ask you the inverse too. How does it feel? It's so hard to book work in our line of work. And how does it feel Mm -hmm. for you when. I get a job and I'm working a job or I get the good news of getting work and you don't. I mean, truly, I I don't want you to feel awkward asking me that. I, I am truly excited for you when you book work and whether that be something that's like a commercial that's here and, you know, you're doing it for a day or two and you're in the city or, you know, there, it's harder to, I guess, let go when you do travel to do regional theater, but, the fact that you get the gig, that you get the job, I'm truly excited for you. I miss you when you're gone, but um, 
there's no like there's not even jealousy a, not or not even like a hint of like in the back of your mind. You don't have any thoughts like oh, I'm. I'm just as good or better than well, him. No, you know I should why? be the one. No, because we're not, we're going up for completely different roles. And I actually did have, I had a, an ex-boyfriend um, that was an actor many, many years ago that would get competitive with me. And I never understood it. I was like, I, we're not going up for the same roles. I mean, I would go in for something where there would be nothing for him in the show plays really. And I never got that because yeah, we, we he didn't celebrate, you know, victories and and would For really you, you get mean. jealous. Yeah, and would get like competitive with me. <laughs> I know. Clearly, you've moved on to a superior man. I have. Thank goodness. Um, How about, but I think maybe I learned from that too because it really like it hit me in a weird way. So I would never want to be that way to you. Well, you know? how about when you book a job? Or do you ever feel? I mean, I I feel like I try to do a great job of being supportive, and I feel like you I am are. also genuinely happy for you. you but are. do you ever feel? Like nervous or guilty or any sort of like feelings surrounding when you get a job and I don't. Hmm. No, I think uh, maybe the only time I might feel that way is like if we went in for the same job, let's say, whether it be a commercial or it be a play and I booked it and you didn't. I might feel bad and I might feel bummed that you didn't and that we didn't. We missed that opportunity to work together. But you've always been super supportive, so I, I get excited to share that news with you because you celebrate it with me. Good. Yeah. Speaking of going in for like the same things together mm-hmm. and the audition process in general, yeah. do you feel like, as a woman, you have greater odds against you or greater challenges of any kind in the industry that me, as your male boyfriend, maybe doesn't understand or... Uh, I don't think that you don't understand it. I mean, I think you're you're pretty well aware. But I would say, uh, as far as theater goes, there's just across the board. I think things are are trying to shift and trying to change, but there are just more roles for men, and it's been that way for a long time. So the odds of not that not that you're not great and super talented, but the odds are in your favor sometimes. Sometimes they're not, but I feel like more times than not, they are kind of in the favor of men they're just there's more out there for you so are you jealous of that or do you get like um i don't get jealous i mean i i think i get a little bummed but i mean a perfect example if you don't mind me bringing it up yeah the show that you did in portland okay that you will be going back to do again i mean that show how many characters are in it there's 16 actors in the show and And one one female. female and even in this part two that was you know some right. stuff was There's an additional, you know, additional actor, and it's a guy. Right. So right there is just prime example of what I'm saying. And not everything is like that, but, you know, one example, what so, we're dealing with. So now <laughs> speaking of, of being out in Portland, yep. where I was for almost three months last winter, and where I'll be again for three months this coming winter, Boo-hoo. how does it feel <laughs> for you when I'm out of town working for long stretches, and uh, what are some of like the greatest challenges that you or we in your mind face during those times. Yeah. I mean, seeing that, you know, we, we got through it before. Um, and I think we did a really great job, uh, when you were gone last winter of, you know, staying in touch with each other, communicating, we'd kind of, you know, make phone dates or Skype dates, which was really important to me. And I, I think important to you and kind of kept us connected and just like knowing what was going on in each other's day-to-day life, which I think is the most important thing when you have distance, right? Um, I mean, of course I missed you a lot of the times and especially because it fell around the holidays, 
there were like a lot of things that I felt like I went to and you would have gone with me had you been here and that, you know, we had to miss out on doing together. I know this, this play has stolen every holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Not every, not every. Christmas, New Year, Hanukkah, New Year's, Valentine's Valentine's Day, 4th of July. And our, well, if you want to be technical, our year anniversary of of we are officially dating. Yeah. That, that, that small one too. (laughs) Yeah, I got a lot of them. So that was kind of challenging for me to not have you here. For Do you feel stuff. like there's anything I can be doing right now in our relationship or when I'm gone, rather, to help make things easier that I'm not doing already? Um, No, I, I feel like our communic as long as we keep that communication going, I think that is as cheesy as it sounds. I feel like that's the number one thing. So then my question um, is for the future. Yeah. Like how comfortable are you with this Continuing with like me being out of town for long stretches, yeah. and if like we're handling it the best we possibly can, like is this something that you like see as a thing that you're comfortable continuing in the future and you don't see any problems with, or is it something that like you feel like you would kind of want to shift? Um, I mean, listen, like I said, I think we did a good job with it. I think if things can continue that way, we make a point to visit each other, whether you're out of town or I'm out of town. Um, and just continue to do like thoughtful things for each other, whether that be like receiving like a random card from you for no reason, just to know that I'm in your thoughts and I'm with you and I'm in your heart. Um, going forward. Yeah. I mean, that's the nature of the beast, right? Is that if we both continue doing theater, um, it can't always be in New York. A lot of times it's not. So travel has to happen, but, um, do you feel fully supportive of that honestly? Or do you feel like part of you is like, ah, like I kind of hope one at some point you just want to stop working out of town? Well, I would only hope that if I knew that you were getting work in New York, because I know that that makes you the most happy. And if you're happy, then I'm happy and vice versa. So that would be the only time I would like wish like, oh, I hope he stays in New York. If you had an offer here that would keep you here. Yes. Uh, Of course, I would prefer to have you here. Twenty four seven. Well, thank you for being so supportive. Of course. Um, so quick question about, yeah, you came out in Portland and saw me in that production. You've seen, um, a couple other things I've smaller projects I've worked on and stuff like that. What is it like as my girlfriend watching, like, what is it like to watch your boyfriend work? And like, do you, are you critical in your mind and how do you handle like the criticism in your mind or any thoughts that you have about my work and telling me about it and stuff like that? Well, it's funny because we met doing a show. So I, I met you as your co-star, right? So we were kind of going through it together and working on stage together. And I knew what you were doing and what you were working on and kind of what the performance was, but going to see you in Portland and you had a big role in that show. It was a very you know pivotal role and important role. Um, I mean, truthfully, I was like, I was nervous because like, like the big, you know, your biggest fan, like I wanted so badly for you to be great and for you to get the laughs when you wanted to get the laughs. Cause you had, you know, kind of shared that with me. Um, so I, I was nervous. I was like, Oh, please, please let it go perfectly. Please let it be, you know, like a flawless performance in your mind, you know? Um, and it was, I really enjoyed myself. I thought you did a wonderful job and you got the laughs and. You sounded great. You were you were wonderful, but I was nervous. If you didn't think I was wonderful, would you be able to tell me? Oh. That would be <laughs> 
Because, like, how do I know you're not lying? I guess is the question. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say you weren't wonderful, but I, I, I would probably, you know, I'd probably talk to you about some things. Would like, you hey, really be able why to offer you... constructive... Um, I mean, listen, I think at a certain point, like, you know, you're, you're into the run of a show. I'm not going to go in there and destroy anything, right? Like you've worked on what you've worked on. You've worked with your director, your cast, like there's some trust in that. But if I personally really came in there and thought certain things were off or strange, I might ask you about it rather than say, I hated that. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that to you, but I'd probably ask you certain things to kind of get into a conversation about why they were a certain way and why you chose to do it that way. Because you and I can both be haters. You know, when totally. we, like, we go see theater together a lot, which yep. is, you know, one of the things I love about our relationship is like going to see stuff together and sharing our opinions on it. And like, we hate a lot. And we have, <laughs> you know, we've seen some great actors, yeah. um, reputable actors, famous actors whose work we didn't like. Yeah. And so like, we don't like everything. Right. And there's good chances that like, you oh, and I will man. Hey, 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 hey. It can be fun to hate. It can be fun to hate. Thank you, David. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, there's a good chance over the course of our relationship mm-hmm. that like we're going to see each other in things where and we're like, so yeah, like things. I didn't love right. you in that or right. I right. mean, uh, we can't love everything. Each no, other do. but how are you still, you know, supportive? Because like I said, it gets to a certain point and y- you got to. You know, you're in performance, so you got to let it go. But like I said, I may try to talk to you about things and try to figure out why you've made certain choices and and maybe go about it that way rather than come at you and be like, Ben, I hated that. I would never right. do that. That's just like crushes you a person. You would choose kindness over truth. Yeah, and I would do that to a friend as well. You know what I mean? Or a colleague like I, that I had that kind of relationship that I could talk to them about. I wouldn't want to just dream crush. Sure. <laughs> okay, I've got one more question. All right. Both of us, so we met doing a play yes, together. Sir where we were playing opposite each other and had a romance off the stage as well. And we've both admitted in the past to each other a tendency to develop crushes on the people who we are playing opposite in productions. And I'm curious how you plan to handle that tendency moving forward in your career now that we are a thing. Yikes. Um, Well, I think what's interesting about us is that my stage crush character crush did not develop like my we actually had a little thing before that came into play for me okay yeah so so that being said I you know when I have my little talent crush or whatever on my co-star that I'm I'm playing opposite of my love interest let's say I truly I've experienced this and experienced it very clearly um I don't know I guess it was like two years ago when I was working on something i talk to you about this where it was like I really truly had the crush on him when we were in costume in the scene and then it was like when we were out of costume and going on break I didn't have that crush on him anymore like I was finally able to really differentiate it where maybe in the past like I haven't like the lines kind of blurred in my head and I thought oh maybe I really like him but I I didn't like it was but truly do you a think show that crush. was a sign of growth for you yeah. or just something that was specific to this instance. No, I think it was a sign of growth for me because I think, you know, being an actor, you want to be vulnerable. You want to be truthful. So like if your character is in love with, you know, Dan, you know, if Beth and Dan are in love that I'm playing Beth, like a part of Deanna, I think has to like crush on that person a little bit to really, for me at least. Now I don't, I'm not taking that to the point of like, 
there has to be an affair going on or there has to be something physical going on off stage. But I think a little part of your heart kind of has to like find the love in, in that person so that you as a character can, can show that love. Do you know what I mean? And it may not be like a crush on the person, but so, I really like his hair. I really like his so smile. Knowing, find those little things. So knowing that, mm-hmm. how will you feel when it's time for me next to be in that situation, knowing that probably a part of my heart will be with mm-hmm. the person that I'm playing opposite? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I guess we're, while well, we're talking about it now and we talked about it before and maybe it's something that we talk about again, but but I'll know to take it with a grain of salt and can understand what you're going through or what position you're in because I've been there, right? And hopefully and maybe we've not, built it up enough trust in yes. our relationship that that it won't affect be an anything. Issue. Right, exactly. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but again, that goes back to communication and honesty and I feel like you are one of the most honest people I've ever met. So Well thank you for yeah, saying that. Yeah, so I, I, try I to hopefully be. it won't be an issue. Um we are coming to the end of my interview of you. Okay. It's your lucky time to get off the hot seat. But I yeah. do want to ask quickly before we finish, if there's anything else significant or challenging or interesting about us being an actor couple for you that you want to share. Um, oh, gosh. Um, well, I think it's, uh, you know, interesting. I, I, we've kind of covered it, I guess. But, you know, kind of being able to relate to what each other goes through every day. Because I think we both, you know, share stuff with like our parents or like friends of ours that aren't in the business. And it's kind of like you have to kind of, I don't want to say dumb down this, but kind of the terminology, you kind of have to like bullet point things for like, at least for my parents to understand like what I'm going in for, what I'm doing or what I'm working on. And I feel like with you, you know what's going on, you know, so we kind of have that understanding already, which I, which I really like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm a very dark person, and I feel like I didn't ask you about any of the positive things about being in a relationship ew. with another Aww. actor. Um, but when I truly, I I kind of steered away for a while from dating actors. Me too. Um, because I think we both probably had in the past director, actors, writer, whatever, and I kind of steered away from doing that for a while. But I had a rule against it for a while. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, people what? do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this sort of just happened and so far so good. Awesome. All right. Well, <laughs> now we're going to take a little time to, as is custom now on Love Bites, to okay. play a little game. Oh, gosh. Um, so you are the one now. I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm always the one who has to play the game. Oh, that's right. And I'm so excited um, <laughs> to be the one to administer the game. Okay. As though it's some sort of torture device on you. Um, so I'm going to just ask you three multiple choice questions. About me, about me as a young, very young actor. Okay. About my early beginnings oh, as gosh. an actor. This is testing my memory, which is sometimes not good. So let's see if you if you get two out of three, then you will win, and I will take you out to a nice dinner. Really? If not, you got to take me out to dinner. Oh, if you geez. get okay. only okay. one or less, you have to take me out to dinner. Okay. Fair enough. I like now the game has actual stakes this time. Yeah, it does. Okay, so. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Multiple choice. Okay. What was my very first stage role? A, Benjamin Bunny in the second grade Easter play. B, the featured munchkin in Wizard of Oz that gave Dorothy the lollipop. <laughs> C, <laughs> Hamlet. Or D, <laughs> Winthrop in the Music Man. 
have no idea. <laughs> this is when I would like the phone a friend and I would like call your mom or dad and well, be like, hey. Uh, okay. Uh, a again? A is Benjamin a. Bunny in the second grade Easter play. Benjamin Bunny. Is that what you're going with? Yes. Incorrect. Ah! That was my second role. Shoot. The first role was the featured munchkin in that The Wizard the of lollipop? Oz that gave Dorothy the lollipop. Oh, man. Right, so you've got to get on. these two next two right. Okay. Or, or I'm buying dinner. Or you're, you're taking me out to dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no. I should just lie and get a free dinner right. out of this. Um, okay. Question number two. Okay. What did I want to be when I grew up before I realized I wanted to be an actor? Okay. A, a doctor. B, a an architect, C, a monster truck driver, or D, a WWF wrestler? D. I knew I knew that. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. It's tied. One and one. Oh, We're down to the no. final question to see who is buying dinner. Very nerve wracking. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, God. I can't believe I'm. I'm is this a good this. one? Is this, this hard? Is, is this hard? It's going to be hard. Okay. And oh, is also vulnerable. Okay. For me. Okay. Three. What musical theater song in elementary school did I used to belt out in my bedroom over and over again on repeat along with the original Broadway cast recording? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, God. I I can't believe I'm (laughs) even admitting that I did that at all. I love it. How old? Like, from probably like 10 to... 13. Oh, it was ongoing for yeah, three years? maybe. Three oh my years gosh. of <laughs> Three years every day. Okay. A, uh-huh. Some Enchanted Evening from South Pacific. B, Tradition from Fiddler on the Roof. Ooh. Tradition. Yep, there you go. Tradition. Yep. C, On My Own from Les Mis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Or D, Music of the Night from Phantom of the Opera. Did you give me any sort of clue just now? No. Unless you are really good at picking up subtle cues. A, B, I know. What was C again? On My Own from Les Mis. And D, Phantom, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I know exactly. Dinner on the line. <laughs> I right, want to go you gotta answer with quick, A we gotta because move this along. it's your dad's favorite, right? I'm going to go with A, South Pacific. Incorrect. No! And I know no. it's only in my mind <laughs> that I'm talking to myself and not to him. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm getting laughed I'm at. Getting laugh that tracked. is terrible. Okay, well, oh, I know where I stand. On that note, I guess I will bring us into a break. <laughs> uh, but before we take a quick pause to hear from our sponsor, we'd like to remind you of HRN's big summer membership drive. It is in full swing with about a week left to reach our goal. And it's so important that we raise funds, increase our membership numbers, and keep all of Heritage Radio's amazing content on the air. And there could not be a better time than right now, because now through the end of the month, there is an amazing, generous, anonymous donor who is matching all donations. So Truly, there is no better time than the present. So please, please, please uh, practice what we preach on Love Bites and give love to our network by logging on to heritageradionetwork.org, clicking on the beating heart, and donating. You'll remain in our hearts always. Thanks so much. We'll be right back. I 
Heritage Foods USA is a farm-to-table online butcher and founding sponsor of Heritage Radio Network. Heritage Foods got its start when Patrick Martin's first stepped foot onto Frank Reese's Kansas farm in 2001. Back then, Frank was the only farmer in America raising true heritage turkeys with recorded lineages tracing back more than 150 years. Patrick knew instantly he'd found a unique moment, an opportunity to go beyond acknowledging these breeds as being jeopardized and to actually do something to save them. Patrick asked Frank to ramp up production and made a promise to him that if he would raise them, Heritage Foods USA would sell them. That was the moment that Heritage Foods' slogan, Eat Them to Save Them, was born. By creating a market for delicious meats from Heritage Breeds, we can ensure they'll be around for generations to come. Plus, Heritage Breeds just tastes a whole lot better. Learn more at HeritageFoodsUSA.com and use the code HERITAGERADIO for two free pork chops with your first order, brother. And we are back now that I have been made a total fool of by David out there just laughing at my, I, what I thought were brilliant vocals, but, what, you know, who am I? Yeah, but you won um, the game. What would Simon Cowell say about Ooh, my Simon rendition of rough. On My Own? I wonder. I did win the game. I can't wait to yeah. get dinner. Anyway, <laughs> it's now my turn to be in the hot seat. So, Diana, take it away. So kind. So to you than me. I know. <laughs> First timer's luck. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, you know, might sound a little repetitive, but I, I think it's the. F- there are bound to probably be some repeats. There are okay. some repeats, um, but I feel like it's one of the most obvious questions um, for me, at least. So it's a little different in our situation because since we've been together, I have not traveled out of town for work. Um, but we've talked about it before that you feel like I book a little bit more frequently because I'm booking like voiceover work, which happens a lot. So how, how do you feel when I book like a voiceover commercial or whatever, and you're maybe not currently working on something or getting ready to work on something or, you know, how do you feel? Yeah, I would have thought that I, and maybe it's because it's voice, a lot of voiceover, which is something that I don't really do much of and don't really, um, but you should, I haven't really tried doing much of, um, (laughs) but I thought I would think that just knowing myself I would be more jealous and I'd be more critical and kind of harder on myself maybe and you know get a little jealous and edgy toward you but I have really truly felt always like super excited for you and I'm always rooting for you and like eager for you to book more and get out there more and like have just the greatest career you could possibly have I really want the absolute best for you and so far have not felt the slightest bit, you know, jealous or, you know, selfish in that regard. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Do you think that has to do though with the fact that we kind of go out for different stuff? Yeah, maybe? I mean, I think that's I mean, probably part of it. Again, like I think that if, we, we like you said, that. if we were going in for maybe the same play and you booked a role and I didn't, then I would maybe, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel very in touch with my dark side and my darker <laughs> thoughts and yep. all of that. And I think that I would, I would probably have to acknowledge that I probably would have thoughts that are like, ah, fuck her. Like I wanted that. God Ooh. damn it. Uh huh. Not that that would be like the overriding 
emotion or anything like that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I might think that, okay. and I, I think that's a human thing yeah. to think. And I don't, you know, I, whatever. Um, but I don't know. We have that's a bridge. Like I feel like we've yet to really right. have to cross. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Do I, am I making you nervous? No, no, not at all. Um, okay, so uh, yeah. Uh, this is a little repetitive also, but kind of flipped on you okay. since you have been the one that has been traveling out of town okay. more frequently than I have. What are some challenges that you face? I mean, we talked about what I, I feel being, you know, at home and you're away, but what do you feel when you're off, you know, across the country where you have been Toronto, you went to Portland several times Yeah, I and mean, you're working on something. You're in your happy place. Yeah, well, yeah, happy so what, happy place, yes, ish. but also kind of dark, like also kind of like right. intense place. Critical. I mean, I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I get obsessive, mm-hmm. and so my focus really gets turned on that, um, on my work, and that combined, I think, a little bit with the fact that I've had a long term, long distance relationship in the past. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't get, so, I don't get worried about us. I don't get like too upset that I'm away. I do miss you. And I, of course, like, you know, miss spending time with you, miss obviously the physical component of our relationship Mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, But I am wrapped up in the work. I'm trusting that you and I are going to be fine. And I think for me, the biggest thing is making sure I'm giving you enough and knowing the effect that it has on you and, you know, your fears and your loneliness while I'm gone and all of that and wanting to make sure that I don't get too lost in my work and that I can really still be making sure that I'm taking care of you. And you have thus far. You really have. You've done a great job. Um, And that kind of leads me to when you've been away and you've kind of confided in me about maybe some tough times, some, you know, walls you're hitting during rehearsal or during the run of a performance. Do you actually want to hear my advice and, and do you take it? Or do you just kind of want to vent and have me listen and not just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And yes, you, but kind of just be there to listen or kind of just be a shoulder or yeah, an ear. Yeah. Um, or do you truly seek my advice. You know, it's, you. it's it's interesting because I think initially when I start to vent to you about such things, I am just looking to vent. Hmm. Um, and I tend to be resistant to advice in those scenarios because of part of who I am. I have this stupid sort of, you know, narcissistic thing where like I feel like no one can possibly understand the intricate depths of my suffering. I suffer alone and no one can possibly (laughs) grasp, you know, my hurt and my pain and my issues. Mm. Um, Which is kind of stupid, but just part of who I am. And uh, yet, in the times where you have given me advice and I've, you know, shrugged it off or whatever, like, it actually when I really think about what you're saying, you tend to give really great advice. Oh, and thank you. it I do end up like being glad to hear it and taking it to heart and trying to incorporate it even if I'm depend you know I'm not always successful in doing so um but yeah like I I ultimately am glad that you've given the advice even though I might not have been seeking it 
in the moment. Yeah. And then it kind of sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So thank you. I'm glad to be helpful <laughs> and not just talking, talking, talking. Um, and then, and that kind of feeds in, I guess, to something else I was wondering, uh, Ben and I, when we have auditions, we, um, we work on them together sometimes. So when we're, when you're working on an audition and I'm being your reader, I think you're better at this because you actually, I don't know, you're, you're an acting coach too. Like, you know how to coach people. So I think when you're working with me, it's a bit more effective. Um, but when I have like helped you prep for an audition or kind of given you feedback or just been your reader and kind of been like, Oh, I'm kind of seeing it this way or kind of seeing it that way. Uh, do you, do you like my opinion? Do you trust my opinion? how much of my feedback do you actually take with you into the audition room, that kind of thing? Or do you kind of like throw it and do what you're going to do? Sometimes I, I mean, it's different. I'm sure with each. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I trust your opinion and sometimes I don't. Um, and I think that's true of any coaching situation. Like I feel like when I'm coaching someone, I'm not expecting them to take every idea I have or to like every idea I have. I'm throwing as much as I can, at them and giving my opinion in hopes that it will help them and in hopes that they will take what works and throw away what doesn't. Okay. Um, and so that's what I feel like I do when you're coaching me as I take what works and I'm appreciative for that and I think it's great. And then all the rest is just like kind of right. passing through and I, right. I don't have to take it, but I would, yeah, I think you're great at it and I love having you as someone who I can go to to work on things because I love spending time with you and now the time we're spending together can be spent on something I also need to be doing right. and I have I don't have to like take time away from us spending time together to like go somewhere else to do that like I get to do it with you and it's super helpful good which we actually did kind of the other night something yeah. that I'm working on and it was very helpful to me good. so I was I like your opinion good thank you I trust it um, okay. And, uh, and this one only applies to you too, so far. How do you feel, um, when you know that I'm going to be in the audience, uh, for one of your performances? Mm. Usually there's travel involved, so you know that I'm there. It's never a surprise yeah. showing. Um, I get excited. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I typically don't get nervous for performances at all in general. I get nervous for auditions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But for performances, I hope I'm at a place where like, I feel good about my work or even if I don't like, I know what I'm doing and I go out there and I am focused on executing it more than I am about who's out there and stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited for you to see it. And more than that, I'm excited to have your opinion. I'm excited to get to hear what you think about it. And so much of the time, you know, when I'm on the other coast doing Mm -hmm. something, it's rare that I even know anyone who comes to see it. And so it's rare that I get to have someone who I know will tell me the truth or at least something close to the truth. And so I'm really grateful that I get your opinion and I love your opinion and I love your thoughts about theater and acting and design and the whole thing. And I really am excited for you to get to see it and then excited to get to talk to you after. Yeah. Well, it's cool for me too, because we're on the phone or we're Skype or whatever, talking about it for, you know, what, three, four weeks leading up to it. So it's really exciting yeah, you feel to like you finally a, like, see it. You have some, you've heard so much about yes. it and then you get to kind of like experience what you've been hearing. Yeah. I hear the like, you know, behind the scenes right. tidbits and what it took to get there. So that's cool. Do you have one last question before we wrap up? I have one up? last question. Um, so since we met doing a show, um, and we've yet to do another one together yet. If you could pick any play for us to play opposite of each other, uh, excuse me, opposite of each other again, 
what would it be? Putting this out in the universe, guys. <laughs> this is so weird. It's hard. I because know. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't really think of one that like necessarily like fit our dynamic. Like, right. Like, to cast us in. Yeah. Like I, or just like that I think represents who we are together necessarily. Or just that would be fun um, for us to do together. So this is what Even I thought complete, of. complete like idiots in this the This is what I thought of. You know. This is not a play yet. Oh, okay. It's something that I... <laughs> what? This is, might You're be like writing really, something for us? No, 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 no. no. This is something that I could maybe see that it would be fun to do together. Okay. Would be a theatrical remake <laughs> of... Be, just because of the character, characters that maybe I want to play or mm-hmm. that like I, you, I know you like to play. This is also maybe like 20 years from now. Sure. Okay. We can do that. Age us. A theatrical remake... Of Married with Children, where I play Al Bundy and you play Peggy Bundy. Shut up. Can I tell you something? Shut up. That's hilarious. Number one, that's hilarious. Number two, you know how on Facebook there's those dumb quizzes that are like BuzzFeed quizzes that you can take? And it's like, so one the other day I was like sitting there like, you know, dazing off like I shouldn't have been. And I pressed one that said, what type of relationship do you and your significant other have? And when I got through the like 20 questions that said Peg and Al Bundy, yes, and I hadn't told you that. Oh I forgot to God, tell you because it was just so like a funny. silly. I don't necessarily think our relationship is really exactly <laughs> no, like that at no, all. No, 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 no. But I feel like you would love playing Peggy Bundy and I would. I would love to play Al Bundy and I think that Amazing. would just be like super fun to do together. It would be. And then that quiz happened. Oh, well, so I'm ridiculous. sad this is, has to come to an end. I know. But I love you so much, and I'm so glad that you joined us, joined me Thank on the you. show today. I love you. And uh, so, folks, that is our show for today. Um, a quick and Aww. yeah, it's Aww. sad. It's over. So but a quick and here. friendly reminder to rate and review us on iTunes. It only takes a minute and really helps us out. And you can find all of our 80 plus episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, or here on HeritageRadioNetwork.org, and also see extras on our site. At lovebitesradio.com hearty thanks to our engineer David our theme song is Give Love by the Josh Dion Band I am Ben Rosenblatt and Jacqueline will be back to close out our Me and You series with Max Falkowitz senior digital editor at Sever Magazine next week on Love Bites Monday at 4.30 right here on Heritage Radio Network see ya listening to heritage radio network food radio supported by you for our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events subscribe to our newsletter enter your email at the bottom of our website heritageradionetwork.org connect with us on facebook instagram and twitter at heritage underscore radio heritage radio network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better fairer more delicious place And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. How do I save the world? How do I save the world?